people. friends, and welcome to No Normal People. I'm your host, Stephen Henning, and this is a podcast where my co-host, Dixie Lee Henning, and I prove that the more you get to know the normal people in your life, you discover that there really are no normal people in your life. Boy, howdy, this has been a, a weird couple weeks. Dixie and I finished moving house. We moved in with some family, as you're about to hear, and uh, I don't know. You know how summer goes. Sometimes just things get on top of you, and then additionally, we're, you're also trying to have fun outside while socially distancing and wearing your mask like a responsible citizen. And the uh, the podcast project just got away from us a little bit. And honestly, that's still okay. I uh, My personality is such that it's very hard to miss something like this. But uh, last week, we just didn't have anything ready. And this week, I was a touch late coming in on a Wednesday morning instead of a Tuesday. And in fact, I just wanted to give everyone a heads up that we will not have an episode next week either. Dixie and I are headed out of town, going to do some camping out in the mountains of Western Montana. And I don't know, kind of one of those self-care things. I'm just deciding that I don't need to put the undue pressure on myself to have a podcast done before we go on the camping trip. So see you again in two weeks. Thank you for being patient with us through the summer and through our fun moving experience. Podcasting is, uh, there's some work that goes into this. I mean, it's fantastic. I absolutely love it. But I'm learning just to uh, define success in a different way. And success is like a fantastic conversation that I get to have with a guest and with my wife. So that's that. I think I should just go ahead and introduce you to this week's guest. Today, we have on the show Kathy Park, my mother-in-law, Dixie's mother. Uh, This is our very first family member that we've ever had on the podcast. And man, if this one isn't coming in strong with that heat... Man, I think throughout this conversation, mom is going to become your next favorite superhero. She has been through so much in her life, and it was just astounding to me to sit down at our podcasting table here and learn from her and hear some more about her story. Like I knew some of these things, but wow, the attitude that she comes out of it with is so inspiring to me. I lucked out marrying into the family I did. I have the best wife, and you know this, because you've been introduced to Dixie. Uh, But man, I feel like a lot of people have stories of being like terrified of their in-laws or that they annoy them or something. Not me. My goodness. I married into such a warm and welcoming and loving family. My sister-in-laws are all fantastic. I grew up with only a brother in my family, so gaining sisters through marriage was absolutely amazing. Having all these women in my life has transformed me as a person, and I'm so honored to be a part of this family, and so honored that, uh, I mean, you'll hear the story, but I asked Kathy for her blessing to marry Dixie while Dixie and I were in college, because that was just the right thing, and uh, wow, it, it's a good one. That's all I can say. Please get into it, my friends. 
get to know my mother-in-law, get to know Kathy Park, your next favorite superhero, an all-around fantastic human being. Let's get into it. We are going to get started with rapid fire questions. Here we go. Take it away, Dixie. I feel weird not calling you mom. Oceans or lakes? Rivers. No. (laughs) Already not playing by the rules. Ocean. So far, because I've only been to the Pacific. Yeah. Rain or sun? Sun. Tea or coffee? Tea. Early morning or late night? I'm up at both of those, especially when I work. This is true. Summer or winter? Summer. Beaches or mountains? Beaches. Marvel or DC? Marvel. (laughs) Cats or dogs? Oh, that's hard too. I have cats now, but if I could have dogs, it would be dogs. Pancakes or waffles? Waffles. Sunrise or sunset? Yes. Okay. Sweet or savory? Sweet. Do you call it soda or pop? Soda pop. Hogwarts or the Shire? It's the Shire. (laughs) Yes. That's not because you're my favorite daughter. No, I know. (laughs) We'll clarify that. I know I'm your favorite. Right at this moment. So you can say the Shire. (laughs) Mm, Okay. Disney or Pixar? Disney. Vanilla or chocolate? Ooh, chocolate. Books or movies? These things make me sad. That's why I brought the tissues. (laughs) Books or movies? (laughs) You have to pick one. (laughs) At this point, movies. Handshakes or hugs? Handshakes. Introvert or extrovert? I want to be one. (laughs) (laughs) I am an extrovert, but I'm leaning more introverted lately. Mm. Phone calls or texts? Text. We did it. Okay, so that was the rapid fire questions. Now some more icebreaker questions. Favorite candy? (laughs) Anything gummy. Gummy? Mm -hmm. Favorite snack? When it's a snack, I want salty, so. Yeah. Popcorn or pretzels or chips. Yep. What's your favorite morning drink? Water, usually. I mean, but this is to wake choice. up. Yeah, sure. To wake up, to like wake up. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like iced tea. Mm. What's your favorite TV show? I don't have favorites. I have a lot of favorites. Do you have one that you come back to on a regular basis or do you Grey's like watch? Anatomy. Ah, yes. There <laughs> it is. Anatomy. We found it. started over or Longmire. Ooh, oh, yeah. yeah. I love that show too. Good choice. But Grey's Anatomy lasts longer. Yeah. Because there's five does. million because seasons. It's still going. It's still going. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite ice cream flavor? You know what? Ice cream. I like ice cream a lot, but pastries are my thing. Oh, really? Okay. So if it's a dessert thing, you're going it's, for like a if, scone. If or, I'm really mm. wanting something sweet to eat, it would be a pastry, some kind of cookie or, and you know, scone or cake or mm. like banana bread, something like that. Yep. Excellent. Uh, I used to ask, what would you choose for your last meal? But that's kind of a dark way of asking what your favorite food what is. What do you want to eat when you're tired? <laughs> Yeah, like so. So, what's your ideal? I'm not planning on going to prison. I know, right? <laughs> and being on death row. So, what's your ideal favorite meal? Oh, we just had it. Steak. Mmm. Yes. Steak. And you made these fantastic grilled portobello mushrooms as well. Mm-hmm. Did you like my buns? 
Yeah, Dixie made some fantastic homemade dinner they rolls. They went perfectly with the meal. I made she great buns. She keeps asking about her buns. They were firm golden buns. Gosh. Sop up the blood with the buns. <laughs> <laughs> Steak. I love it. This is my choice too. Medium so, rare. Yeah, Yum. absolutely. Tacos. On the other side of th- that, then, what are foods you will never eat? I'll never eat lima beans. Lima beans. Ever. Okay. Not any kind. Even in like a vegetable medley? I will corn, pick them peas. out. Oh, okay. Nope. Fair enough. You can't. You can't disguise them. <laughs> she knows, right? Lima, she has a sixth sense, and it's just to find the lima little, beans, little green ones, especially those. Oh mm. yeah. Mm. Do you have a secret talent, Chewbacca? Ah, oh, but that's so old. <laughs> I didn't think it was a talent. I love it. It's, I can't do it. It's the only noise I can't make with my mouth. Oh, because it's with wow. your throat in the back. Yes, and I don't know how to do it. Do it. We can make it higher. Wait. Wait. Or deeper. Or slow. I didn't know that I had to practice before I Sorry. got in here. Yeah, Dixie just sprung that one on you. Oops. It's like you're gurgling. You can gargle. Right. <laughs> Just put a little spit back there. <laughs> What's happening? Wow. <laughs> this is sonically pleasing. I'm so happy for everyone listening right now. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here we come. Coming back. Ready? And... <laughs> Coming back to it. What was your first job? That would be Wendy's Old Fashioned Hamburgers. Yes. The square patty. It just kept coming back to me. We don't mm-hmm. cut over corners. Over. It's very rude. I made like $2.30 an hour. Wow. That was your first I might have made two fifteen when I, I was 16. This was Dixie's first job too. It's true. I was 14 though. And so. Avery's too. Yeah. I worked the whole thing. And Shelby I would, refused. Emily trade. I got paid. I got paid Actually, it was Shelby's first job, but she didn't get paid. I got paid minimum wage too, and it was six fifty at the time. Wow. I oh, worked I seven hours a Triple. week on Good Saturdays. Mm-hmm. And I Excellent. couldn't work past eight. What was your first pet? The first one I remember was a dachshund named Snoopy. <laughs> he was cute. That's awesome. He was really mean to people that were stupid. <laughs> he was. He hated Randy. <laughs> he jumped up and bit him all the way up his back one time. Oh no! But Randy always teased him. Oh, okay. So it was a, it was a would, give and take thing he, with them. But that was he was much older then because okay. he was our dog first. Man, he was so fun to watch because you give him a bath and then he would put his arms back behind him and just rub his whole, you know, his nose, and he'd run <laughs> through the house with his arms behind him. Drying off the carpet, drying off on the carpet. That's awesome. Yes. He's a little red dachshund. Oh, fantastic. Snoopy. Good old Snoopy. Mm-hmm. What is the worst fashion trend you've ever participated in? <sighs> Dixie, you don't get to answer for <laughs> the guests. The parachute pants. Parachute pants. I don't remember the what they were pants? called. Yeah, like those. Okay. They can't touch this. They're not, they're not good on my body type. Yeah. Yeah. 
if you sing any more of that, we have to pay for it. So calm down. I I didn't. I was. She didn't touch it. I didn't touch it. Yikes! You could say that I can't parachute pants. I can't. That's quite the. I think that would be one of the worst. I didn't do the hairspray straight up hair. That was like the big beehive in the eighties kind of look. You did the the flip. I was the surfer girl. The beach flip Ah. hair. And the first time I cut my bangs so that it would look like that, I did it like this because I thought that it would go. Anyway, oh, oh <laughs> it no. was a bad decision. Oh no, it was really bad. <laughs> what is your biggest pet peeve? Oh, things that bother me. Don't do it. <laughs> this especially came to light when I was taking online college, and all of my children lived with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like crinkling papers. What was the best live concert you've attended? Oh, I think it was the one we just went to a couple of years ago. Oh, with Chicago and mm-hmm. Earth, Wind, and Fire. That was Gosh. so good. That was very good. It was very good. Probably because it had been a long time since I saw one. Yeah. I don't know. There was some that I went to, like James Taylor, the Mahavishnu Orchestra. Oh, yeah. Ooh. In a in a bar. Yeah. In San Diego. Fantastic. My mom is cooler than your mom. James right. Taylor was my very first concert. And well, to be honest, I, I was like, questions. oh, I like his music. But I was like, it wasn't like Jethro Tull or. <laughs> yeah. Know? Well, but you were like rock lady. And He's I went with like, my friends that yeah. I, they were my new, they were new friends of mine. And I enjoyed it. But I was just like, wow, this is so kumbaya. He can he can get into rock. <laughs> then you rock. saw him live, and no, you're like, oh, I get I still, it. I still like. He can it. Yeah. he can rock some stuff, but most of his stuff is like. I didn't really pay attention to him until after. I knew <laughs> a little bit of his stuff when I went, and so then after that, then I yeah. knew more. Nice, because I was there going, I don't know the words to that one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if you could have one superpower, what would it be? Be able to heal people. Healing. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. What, like when you were little, what did you want to be when you grew up? A mermaid, I think. Oh, yes. <laughs> I wanted to live at the ocean. Uh-huh. And in, okay. if I had to be in the ocean to live at the ocean, that would be all right. Yeah. This is fair. I mean, you said you were a surfer girl already, so. Oh, I've surfed a couple times. I was more of a body womper. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Just go out there and get banged up. Yeah. Just you. Without any apparatus. Right. No board. You just <laughs> run into the water. Yep. Fair we just would you live we on a boat in and... the sea? Would. would. In a house Houseboat. That would be cool. Yeah, it would. You have to live by the sea to do that, though. That's not a thing I'm ever going to do. What would you consider to be your proudest achievement? Mm. See, now I brought the tissues. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I could call it proudest. I'm just really grateful that I was able to become a recovered addict Mm. Mm, yeah because of so many people and so many issues you know Mm -hmm. it basically changed my entire life yeah absolutely and then i lived yeah after being so sick i mean Mm -hmm. but it's you can't really be proud of that i mean i'm proud of my children Mm -hmm. i have some great kids i at least one of them i second that (laughs) stop it all four (laughs) All of them. Stop and, trying to rank. grandkids are starting to be awesome, too. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. man. So many of them. Beautiful. Okay. Well, for the first and only time on this podcast, I'm going to call you Kathy Park. Thank you for being on our podcast. From now on, mm. I just have to say that 
obviously, this is Dixie's mother. What? We have on the podcast. <gasps> and I'm in the habit of calling you mom <laughs> ever since I asked you if I could marry Dixie. So just for the rest of the conversation, you're going to be mom. Okay. Just so people know. Although sometimes right? I do call her Kathy Lou. So. That's Because true. I don't answer to yeah, mom. But, you don't listen. but even then, it's <laughs> a little more endearing than just <laughs> calling your parents by their first name. Yeah. Like that introduces a weird vibe. You yeah, know? it's a little weird. <laughs> it's like running into your teachers after you graduate and being like, "Hey, hey June, Deborah, yeah. yeah, absolutely, Hi, Wanda. no, <laughs> no, <Nope. What's> <laughs> that's not your name, right?" Okay, so mom, let's get introduced to you a little bit. Will you tell us about uh, like where you were born, where you grew up, and what your family was like growing up? Okay, I was born in Norfolk, Virginia. Because my father was in the Navy. Mm. And so we lived there. I lived there a couple of years. I don't remember it. I might have some vague little inklings. But, sure. Um, then we traveled across the country to California. Not sure where we stopped. I was two. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we lived in Oakland or, or not Oakland, Westminster. Um, but I don't remember that either. Sure. What I remember is when we moved to Claremont in San Diego, mm -hmm. California. And that's where I lived for 28 years. Wow. Okay. Different parts of the city. Yeah. And um, there were six of us. Dad was in the Navy still. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were LDS. We went to church every Sunday and Wednesday. <laughs> yes. Or Tuesday when you were a little kid, and Wednesday when you were a little older kid, and there you go. I don't know. It was just uh, we were at the dinner table every night. Yeah. You know, it's not necessarily that way for everyone, but we were always at the dinner table eating dinner together as yeah. a family. And my grandparents lived close to us, so we were able to see my my mom's mom and dad a lot. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Get that multi generational thing going. Yeah. In in uh in what order of the six kids do you fall? I'm fourth. Okay. And they like to say that there was the three big kids and then the three little kids and that <laughs> we were spoiled. The three little kids the were three little okay. kids were the first yeah. of the three little And you're littles. the first of the three littles. I'm the first of the three little kids <laughs> and kind of portrayed it as I wasn't afraid of my father like they were. Oh, okay. <laughs> Something changed there. A little bit more rebellious. I would point my finger at him and tell him no. Right. And then run with my hands on my bottom. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Protecting yourself. Right. Guarding. You're like, but, I'm cute. Don't hurt me. <laughs> yeah. And I said no. And then wow. I would run. But, I mean, I don't know what the difference was. I just know that the three big kids and the three little kids. Sure. Yeah. Keep yep. those three littles as a team, right? That's right. Especially as together. the family kind the of spoiled team, right? Yes, the spoiled team. Spoiled. <laughs> Gosh. Um. So I know that you 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 mentioned you spent like twenty eight years there. Mm -hmm. Um. So I know we're going to be like kind of hopping back and forth in your story a little bit. Yeah. As long as we're talking about family, would you talk about how <laughs> what the family <laughs> I know now kind of exploded to the size it is? Oh yeah, and it happened in San Diego. Yep. I was in sixth grade, um, fourth grade, my mom and dad got divorced. Mm, okay. And in sixth grade, my mom and my stepdad, Jay, got married. And mom had, we, there were six of us, 
and Jay had all five of his children. Mm-hmm. So there was five of them, and we all moved in together <laughs> in the valley. Wow. <laughs> in Santee. So you went from a eight-person family to... Seven push- to... It seven was seven to... to Twelve. Thirteen. No, because it was... Yeah, it was the... It was 13 with mom and dad. Right. Yep. And 11 kids. So at this point, when it's 11 kids, what order now are you in age? I'm still like the bottom half. Okay. I think all 11 of us were teenagers at the same time. Yeah, because two reunions ago, all of us were in our 50s. Mm, Okay. Yeah. So there's a point where... (laughs) We're of all the in the same yeah. decade. Yeah. And then JC and Glenna are just a little further behind. Yeah. Right. Because <laughs> JC and Glenna came, yep. they're my half sisters. Glenna is mm-hmm. 15 years older than me. Yep. I'm 15 years older than Glenna. Mm-hmm. That's how I remember that. And 12 years older than <laughs> JC. Right. So when they had, they were like my little, my little kids. Mm-hmm. I would take them to the beach. Right. And, but yeah, so they came along after yeah. grandma married. Jay, yeah. Grandpa. Yep. So then. Okay. So we got kids so from this side, kids kidding. from this side, and then Here's a couple. Mine and ours. Gosh. Quite a so a thirteen kid home at at some point. I know some um, were moving out, but you have great 13. big room for all the boys. Good gravy. Yeah. And then the girls, there was like two rooms that would be ours, you know, and kids moving out too. Right. So. Yeah. But there was when we first lived together, it was like a big den that was all the boys stayed in yeah mm-hmm. and um then there was two bedrooms where the, the girls because there was more girls but mm-hmm. at that time there was six girls nice so. okay and they also made rules like because it's a mixed family the boys weren't allowed down certain parts of the hallway mm-hmm. you know, yeah just because no, that's not happening. You're not blood related, so right. no. I see. Yeah. And the shenanigans. So many shenanigans. Absolutely. In oh, a very small my home. goodness. <laughs> With 11 teenagers, there's a lot of shenanigans. Right. Absolutely. So was it, was it part of the conversation at your age in high school? Like as you finished high school, was, was college part of, the, part of the conversation the way it is for like teenagers nowadays? Not Talking about me. going to college? Not for not you? Not really. I don't remember a push. Yeah. But now it seems like I also that's the didn't thing remember do. a lot of things back then. <laughs> There's some things I don't remember because of things that have happened to me as an adult. Right. But yeah. I don't recall much conversation about college. I mean, I did go to a junior college for like three weeks. Mm, okay. <laughs> I was like, nah. Nope. <laughs> No, thanks. And it was like, I re- there was discussion about if you're going to live at home, you need to either go to school or pay rent. So there was that. Sure. And there was always, I mean, they didn't really even need to push us to get a job because we, you know, there were so many of us. We had, If you wanted something, you had to work for it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So not a big we got jobs as soon as we could. Yeah, yeah, there was no, there was none of that. We're not paying you to live here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> If anything, it's going to be the other way around. And there was a big deal with chores, and I mean, we had a system. Sure. And we were responsible for certain things, because there's a lot to do when there's so many people. So I know that you already mentioned that addiction has been something that's been part of your life. From pretty early on, was this this around when it started for you? I just dabbled with stuff in high school. I didn't, I mean, I smoked some pot. 
Sure. I did some black beauties. It's a little speed. Oh yeah. It's just okay. pills they could take. <laughs> I think you're gonna need to use the the name because I have Cross no tops, idea. Cross tops, black beauties, pink hearts, yellow a, jackets. I'm an infant. They're all oh like little super caffeine pills. I mean, it's not right. caffeine, but it's kind of like taking a really big shot of. Taking five shots of espresso. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just gives you that that kind of buzz. Yeah, it was. Energy. I mean, you could buy it out of a magazine. Whoa! I don't know if my mom and dad knew that, but you could. Whoa! I, yeah, I was kind of a little entrepreneur. I, you know, let's get five hundred of those, and then we can crazy. sell them to our friends. Wow! Seventies <laughs> man. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, you could get them out of a magazine. Anybody could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, America. I didn't do it that much. I was in sports. Oh, know? okay, yeah. I did uh, gymnastics and softball and softball. I love softball. That's your sport. Softball. Perfect. I love softball. Yeah. But I did track and all that, too. Sure. When I was in junior high. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it in high school. Mm, okay. It was, I tried it and didn't like it anymore. I had grown. <laughs> Things were not comfortable with running anymore. Uh-huh. <laughs> I see. I it's see. Like, this yeah, this changes things. It runs in the family. I mean, we don't run. Wow, we don't run. <laughs> the family doesn't run. It runs we in as the a family. family don't run. Marisa runs. Wow. Okay, one of us runs. <laughs> She's mm. built a little different. Yeah. Right. It's her Spanish. Yeah. Heritage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, do you mind if we talk about that? Like, so that was in that period of time. It sure was. We don't have to talk about how it happened. <laughs> we don't have to talk about how it happened, but we all know. Let's go back l- to the day. Late. <laughs> Late in high school for you. I love this because we're going to be able to come back to the story with Marisa, right? Yeah. For, from just recently. So we'll in- introduce this thread here. So I guess just, just take when it away. I was, late. Uh, summer, I guess. I never really thought about when I actually, I got pregnant in high school. Mm-hmm. Must have been my senior year because I was not pregnant when I got my senior pictures taken. Mm-hmm. I remember that. <laughs> um. <laughs> But I got pregnant and decided to have the baby mm-hmm. and decided rather quickly to put her up for adoption. Or Well, I didn't know it was a boy or girl. Sure. Put the baby up for adoption. Um, I'd watched my sister and her daughter struggle, and I just didn't think that was for me or for the baby. So I went to a special school where they, took, they bused pregnant girls over to one of the high schools, and we all had classes together. Oh, wow. And it kind of saved my bacon because I needed more credits than I was going to be allowed to take. Sure. Mm -hmm. But I could do it because they didn't care. They're like, oh, yeah, you're not going to be doing anything for nine months. Right. (laughs) Go ahead. You can learn. We're going to let you learn and do school. You're going to make a human. Yeah. Yeah. We can give you more credits. Yeah. I'm curious to ask if you don't mind talking about it. Like, what was the decision like to give Marisa for adoption at the time? I decided really early. Yeah. So I was firm in my decision. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my mom was had a little bit harder time with it. Mm-hmm. I think she may have even considered keeping the baby, but oh. I, I wouldn't have gone for that, though. Sure. The hardest part was when I came home after having her, mm. and they give you like a month mm-hmm. to change your mind. The mm-hmm. baby's at a foster home. Yeah. And- that was the hardest part, you know, because the desire to 
know her or see her, make sure she was fine. Because I was always with her when I was pregnant. So Oh, yeah, of course. There was no absence. I've, I was still taking care of her. So mm. that was the hardest time. And I mean, I prayed mm. a lot, mm. a lot then. And yeah. I struggled with it a lot. But I obviously decided that I made it through and mm-hmm. and she went to her new family. Right. Wow. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after high school, I don't know how many stories you want to tell in between. There's too many stories. There's, There's so, so many, many stories here. Um, but I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I know addiction got cons- considerably worse for you. Um, I, you know, in in retrospect, I'm sure that the having Marisa and giving her up for adoption was part of my demise. <laughs> Mm, yeah. Part of my downward slide because you think, like, I didn't know how to coping? deal with my life. Okay. But then, you know, and that's usually why people do drugs or get hung up on them is right. because they can't deal with what reality is. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, it's not like it was her fault. Oh, yeah, of course. At all. But it's just when I look at it now, I'm like, it really slid down. I mean, that's when I really fell hard for mm-hmm. getting high. Yeah. And, you know, and it was... And this wasn't like the caffeine pills you could get out no, of the No, no. Well, I didn't, I never did high. any hard drugs until after I was 18. Okay. And then I started with cocaine. Mm. The first time I did it, I was like, what's that about? I don't know. <laughs> I tried it again, I guess. And again and again and again. Eventually found out what it was about. And then you get it. <laughs> there you go. And it was, uh, it was more of a on the weekend party thing. It wasn't a. Oh, okay. All the time thing. Sure. I was well on my way to being an everyday user of meth when I mm. took that first line of cocaine. Right. So, and I drank. I didn't really like drinking. I liked being drunk. I didn't, but I didn't, I would go to the bar and I'd be like, I don't know what I want to drink. I don't really like any of it. Mm-hmm. So I would just have a shot of whiskey and then I didn't care. Then I wanted whatever. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I let's just that put that on top of this. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Now I feel good. Um, wow. but yeah, I didn't I mean it wasn't like a burning it wasn't I wasn't addicted to alcohol. I did drink, but I was not it wasn't a problem. Yeah. But then I started I tried meth. I don't know how old I was I twenty. Wow. So it wasn't too long. Yeah. I met people that still got high and stayed up late or all night and they and it was a lot cheaper and it mm. lasted a lot longer and there I was. Sure. So Wow. Well on my way. And that's back when we just snorted it. Mm-hmm. We just snorted it. I never did use IV drugs. Mm-hmm. I um smoked it after a long time. But I mean I did off and on meth for a long time. Mm-hmm. Wow. And this is probably where some of your memory loss comes in when you try to. Yeah, that doesn't, it doesn't help. No, absolutely not. And I was such a humble, I was such a, um, such a good drug addict, you know. (laughs) Everybody thinks that they're doing things the right way, you know. Mm, I wasn't out stealing from my mother or, you know, but when you're an addict, you really, it doesn't matter. You're a thief, you're a liar, you're. Mm. Even if you don't think you're acting that way, you are. Mm-hmm. You, you really are. Yeah, I don't know. Michael, their dad, my yeah. first husband. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he tried to help me stop. Mm. He didn't. He didn't use meth. Mm-hmm. He um, smoked pot and drank beer. 
But he thought I had quit, but I hadn't. Oh, okay. And so then, you got married in this time too. Mm -hmm. uh, what age were you? Do you remember? 26. Okay. Wait. No, I was younger you than had, that. Yeah, I was 24 when I got married. Okay. Was I 24? I think you were 26. Because I think you said that you were married for two years. We were married for two years before I had Avery. And you had so Avery I was 25 were because I, I turned 28. You turned 28. After I had Avery. Yeah. So and I was 25. 30. Yeah. 88, I was 25. Do the math. There you go. Works <laughs> nope. for me. 62 to 88. <laughs> I turned 26, but at the end of the year. Right. So I was 25. Okay. And we got married in Terrellin and Matthew's backyard. Mm -hmm. It was nice. It was a nice family wedding. Mm -hmm. Yep. So you get <laughs> married then. That's all I have then. to say. <laughs> yeah. That's all I have to say. So we can, that's all I have to say about that. We'll fast forward through Avery, Dixie, and Shelby. <laughs> that's a lot of fast forwarding i know but i don't know how how much we want to linger in that so yeah i mean Avery i was or... i was i still was doing math yeah through this time and then and i found out i was pregnant mm -hmm. and i stopped immediately smoking mm. drinking and doing math sure so but you know you're it's not like the moment of conception that i found out so it was a little while in you know maybe scary. a month or six weeks yeah so I stopped, and that was hard. And boy, I really can't wait. I was pregnant <laughs> and stopped doing drugs at the same time. Oh, there's a lot happening. <laughs> I then. got really round. Good gravy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Avery came. Avery got there. She um, she was right on time. Mm -hmm. She. Ah, oh, wow. Um. All kids are a blessing, but I got to keep her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I was sober for quite a while. Mm, yeah. Because I breastfed her for like 13 months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Avery. So needy. Yeah. Yeah. I stopped. I stopped when we were in the grocery store. And this is, I can't, I'll never forget it. We were in the grocery store and I'm pushing the cart and she's sitting in front of me. Yeah. And she goes to pull up my shirt so she could get a drink. And I'm like, you're done. It's over. Nope. You're done. We but she went to a bottle public. then. Okay. <laughs> you're done yeah, now. you're wow. done. We're done with this. Yeah. And so then, that... yeah, not too long after that, I was pregnant with Dixie. Your pride mm -hmm. and joy. And um, <laughs> gained even more weight. Yep. Because I joy. never really got back to my pre-meth addict weight. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It was the joy. Don't, yes. It, it was not pregnancy. It was just joy. Right. We like, but I had also me. started doing it again, meth, again, before I had Dixie. Oh, oh between. So after <laughs> I after did. Avery after was... I stopped breastfeeding, there was just a little while before I found out I was pregnant okay. with Dixie. Yeah, because that's, that's the next thing I was curious about. Was it kind of a back and forth thing with drugs mm -hmm. in the story yeah. or was that like the cutoff? But no, it's a back and, and forth. And when a if bit. I wasn't getting high, I wasn't smoking because I didn't. I just didn't smoke cigarettes when I wasn't getting high. Oh, okay. Because it just didn't taste good to me. Mm -hmm. Sure. And I had started smoking cigarettes when I was like in high school, mm -hmm. but it was off and on, and then it was it was just a thing. Right. But, um, the same thing with Dixie. As soon as I found out I was pregnant, I stopped doing everything. Mm -hmm. And uh, her dad was in Malaysia. 
when I found out I was pregnant. Oh, wow. I remember calling and Marty, he was working with Marty and Marty was saying, she's cheating on you. <laughs> oh, that's not. It was a joke. Can, it was a joke. I but it was promise. That's not helpful. I look so much like my dad. Very oh, no, true. You were definitely I your am, dad's. I am a park. <laughs> your dad and I did not get along. We had a lot of problems, but we never did that to each other. <laughs> yeah, mm, no. Mm-hmm. Never. I can assure I you. I am sure that we never... Either one of us. Straight. I kind of look like you sometimes in a certain light, but I really look like <laughs> my dad's side of the family. So that's true. Beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Majestic. Yeah. Majestic. <laughs> it's true. So Dixie comes along. So Dixie comes along. And you think, and she doesn't the want best. to breastfeed. This is the. Sorry, no, I what? slipped into the Russian. I thought yeah. I did. You only did for a little while, like six weeks. And I'm I was not, like, I'm done. I'm not needy. I'm, I'm like, off. Yeah, you were cool. like, dude. I got what I need. Give me the good stuff. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> she had the biggest eyes. I'm self-sufficient. She still has the biggest eyes. <laughs> but, but you Love know, it. I had one girl, and then we got pregnant again. And Everyone cried because I'm a girl. I didn't cry. I was okay with that, too. Your dad was upset again. But <laughs> dang it. You, you know? know. But, you know, he got over it quick, too. Well. So then we had Dixie Lee. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> and you, and the world was perfect and you didn't need any other children. For a long time. Yeah. You're like, Dixie is perfect. So, so was it a similar situation after Dixie yep. was done? I started getting high again. Okay. Gee, you know, hanging around people smoking pot, you tend to get around a crowd. That's, it just keeps going, huh? Yeah. Wow. Plus my friends didn't really change a whole lot. Sure. Because <sighs> I wasn't really in recovery i was just in a freeze frame right you know just i have to do this pause, for, for health of the, for the yeah. child I, yep. I can't do this or i'm gonna have something's gonna be wrong with them right <laughs> i need to stop thanks right. for stopping yeah it was yeah and it you know it was not a ever a question sure and then a good number of years go and then you have your third the, no then we moved daughter, to, then we moved to arizona yeah. aha i see oh, avery and i were born in san diego Dixie was that. six months Duh. old mm-hmm. when we moved. Wait, were you six months old? Yeah. Yeah, because we moved there in January and Avery was two. And we moved to Apache. Well, it was the super right up by the Superstition Mountains, just mm-hmm. outside of Apache Junction, Arizona, mm-hmm. to our house that we had our down payment from selling pot. <laughs> Perfect. So we moved to Arizona and it was hot. Very hot, yes. Thank God we had a pool. Worst 12 (laughs) years of my life. Good gravy. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So life keeps going in Arizona. Is Mm -hmm. it just pretty much this for a while until Mm -hmm. Shelby comes? (laughs) Um, I had just, I actually stopped doing drugs because I wanted to stop. Yes. And I wanted to get a job. So I got a job driving a school bus. Mm -hmm. Been sober for, probably been sober for like a year and- I don't know, Michael and I got along for one day. (laughs) (laughs) Ew. (laughs) I don't know what happened, but then Shelby. Right. And I was always already seven, driving, and I'd gone from years being after a, Dixie. I mean, I had a couple little jobs here and there, but they didn't take me away for like yeah, right, eight or nine hour or ten hours or whatever, mm-hmm. right. all, all day. Yeah. So I was home with them a lot. Mm-hmm. And then I got pregnant with Shelby, and I was already working, and I'm like, I'm not staying home. <laughs> this isn't happening. We're just gonna figure this out. Right. 
And I was off all summer, Mm -hmm. you know, every time. And she was due near summer, like near the end of the school year. So I wouldn't miss a whole lot. And then I'd have all that time off and be able to set something up so she'd be taken care of. And the other girls were, they were big. They were seven and nine. So they were bigger. Well, we were six and eight. But by the end of the summer, you were seven and nine. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Holding on to that six. That's how that works. She's like, I'm not that much older. (laughs) I was six when she was born, okay? Right. But she is the first one that was, she was my, I mean, obviously I had done drugs throughout my life. So there was always that chance that, you know, and Michael had too. Yeah. That there'd be some kind of complications from that. I was older. Yeah, there was always that worry. Sure. So, but she was the first one that I wasn't actually didn't have to quit doing anything when I found right. out I was pregnant. Yeah, because you were already done. Yeah. Oh, how convenient. <laughs> she was <with> my closest <laughs> pristine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, after the Marisa. So now you got all three. Again, like, I don't, I don't know how much we want to fast forward through the story, but eventually you end up here in Montana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Well, just continued to drive the school bus, ended up divorcing their father. Mm-hmm. Through that, it was, I got the custody of the girls and they said, you can't move more than 100 miles away from their dad. So wow. I couldn't move at first. Wow. Okay. But then he moved to Louisiana. Ah. So and if he, so he made it null and void. Ag- broke that agreement. Okay. So then the plan was, and you know, I think for a long time I was- and I had started doing math again, stopped driving the bus, mm. doing math. Okay. Again, because things are getting getting hectic probably. And this no, is all going through a divorce and yeah. everything's scary. And you're going back to what I was you're re- used to yeah. like medicating with. Yeah. Or, yeah. Like, this is, I can ignore my life this oh, way. Wow. Okay. And unfortunately, ignore your children too. Sure. Fortunately, we were able to get up here mm-hmm. to Montana because, and it's like I, I was already ready to be clean and sober again. Yeah. Because it was seven years I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. And then driving the bus, I didn't get high when I was driving the bus. Right. And I think that's the main thing that kept me that way. Mm, yeah. And I had new friends. I had new Yeah, you support, had the new friends. You that, also had that, that responsibility. Support, yeah, and that support group is what helped me to make that decision and go follow through with getting divorced. Mm. They gave me strength. That's they good. backed me up. Yeah. So we're in Montana. Can well, we just like not include part yeah, of that? Yeah, that's fine. That's that's totally okay. Why Montana though? Was it was My it because mom. grandma and grandpa already lived here? I needed support. Okay, single mom, three kids. Yeah, you needed to be. I needed financial, social, mm-hmm. mental, physical support. Right. You know, we're, I needed family. We're literally recording this episode in. The room that we moved into. <laughs> we are. Whoa. <laughs> I was I was actually I was in this room mm-hmm. and we and Shelby were in would door. come in and mm-hmm. sleep and then Avery and Dixie and Shelby supposedly. Wow. <laughs> Depends on the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, would quite be the for in year. the room I was in. Very cool. So you live here right when you get to Montana. Eventually. We lived here for a year. Yeah. In mom's mom and dad's basement. I got sober. I got I stopped smoking cigarettes too. Just I remember the day it happened. I was outside and I'd had a cigarette. It was a Sunday mm-hmm. and I just wanted a cigarette and I went out and smoked it and I came back in and I was just like, oh, I feel like crap. Why'd I do that? It always made me feel gross, yucky. Just yeah. made me like I was going to throw up. Right. And my dad looks at me and he goes, why don't you just quit? <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at him. I said, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. 
And that was the last time I smoked. Wow. (laughs) But I mean, the whole thing that really sealed my recovery was Christ. Mm -hmm. I went back to church. I started praying again. I repented. Right. Mm -hmm. Which was really hard. Because there was so much. Yeah. And that's not all necessarily like just turning around behaviors. Like like studying scripture and stuff, like the root of that word repent is literally like change your mind. Yeah. You, right? I mean, if you're truly repentant, you yeah. don't ever do it again. Right. So that's another thing that keeps me. I mean, I'm because not like, I'm not like opposite direction. anywhere. I, I would never do it again. I'm right. done. Yeah. That's, that's in the past. <laughs> not interested. But it helps you. Yeah. If you yep. really believe that in repentance, mm-hmm. then it helps you to succeed because you know one little misstep and you have to start that over all again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All over again? Yeah. Did I say that wrong? Yeah. Well, yeah, it just feels like a step back to square one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, that's, it was a big deal. And I remember it was Randy mm-hmm. Swenson was my bishop and I was, had been talking with him many times. And I remember one day going and saying, you know, I can't repent for all of this one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. I can't remember all of it. Yeah. Wow. I said, I have, this is going to have to be done in bulk. <laughs> you know? Let's go a Costco run. Yeah. And he was like, that's fine. It's more the process yeah. of not doing the behavior anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Changing your heart. And it is a yep. change of heart. And retraining habits. And there's all sorts of stuff. So, absolutely. and I remember that day. I was able to come home and on my knees in this room, right about over here, um, forgiving myself. Mm. Because that's the hardest part. Yeah, absolutely it is. And I was well on my way to having my family back. I mean, we'd never been apart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But we were apart emotionally and Mm. spiritually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, there was a whole lot of... I was just like a drone when I was home. That was a really bad example. Mm-hmm. Horrible example. Mm. Maybe so bad that they saw it and said, oh, that's not for me. <laughs> I mean, yes, I would definitely say that about when we were like in Arizona. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say that about when we moved to Montana. No, but like, it was Arizona. In Arizona, I was like, what in I'm the not going to be like this. Is I am not going to be like this. <laughs> yeah. I'm mm. sure there's many times where they just wanted to dig a hole and just climb it. I mean, I'd just leave. <laughs> she dug a hole down the street. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was quite a, quite a process of healing when you first moved here. Yeah. After the first year, is that when you moved to the, the Laurel mm-hmm. area? Okay. This is where I met Dixie. Well, two years later. Well, I know. Yeah. But this is where I met Dixie <laughs> in high school. Yeah. Real quick, because I know this this happened before I met the family. Was it? After you moved to Montana, when you had your first brush with cancer? Yeah. It yeah. was, golly, 2000. I was 16. So what year was that? Eight? 2008. So That's when the big changes came in my head. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. God said, oh, look at here. You're going to sit still for a while. Oh, yeah. You have a lot to think about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think that's even when I maybe started yelling a lot less. Because I feel <laughs> like I yelled a lot it was something because I wasn't being a good parent. I wasn't a parent. I was I absent. Mean, you, you know, even when I was there, I was absent. You yeah. didn't, I don't feel like you really ever had a moment of being a parent 
before we moved to Montana. And then it was a moment of us figuring out how to be good kids and also you learning how to be a parent at the same yeah. time. Yeah. And we were like, I had all this freedom when we lived in Arizona and you did drugs. So why are you yelling at me right now? Right. All right. Of a sudden, all you, of a sudden the boundaries. Oh, now. now the- I'm sorry. I do what I want. <laughs> you don't have a calling up the street. Right. It's yeah. just now that the boundaries are getting drawn. It's like, so it's like, what? I didn't have boundaries for 13 years. They needed years. to go places because I was going places. Yeah. 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 Didn't have any boundaries for like 13 years. And yeah. It's like, oh. There was a lot of time, though, when I was sober where there was parenting then, but it was mm-hmm. so hard because the family was just, um, it was imploding, you know? Yeah. It yep. was we just a mess. Uneven, we were having uneven parenting. Cause it was not, just a mess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was not ideal. Mm-hmm. It was scary. It was violent. It was bad. Mm. So yeah. there was not a lot of, even when I was sober, there's those quotation marks in the air. Right. <laughs> I was not doing drugs. Yeah. I wasn't clean and I wasn't healthy. Yeah. My brain okay. wasn't healthy. Sure. Right. I was in very unhappy. Mm-hmm. Very unhappy. So here in Montana, getting a cancer diagnosis, you felt like actually changed you in ways like you weren't yelling as much or you like. There was a lot of things that changed. It gave me time attentive. to read scriptures. Yeah. Gave me time to reflect and to, and that's when I decided to go back to school. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There was a lot of suffering and pain, and but I was able to really reconnect with at least Dixie and Shelby mm-hmm. um, because I was there with them all the time. Yeah, absolutely. I picked Shelby up from school every single day. He drove her and picked her up every day. Mm-hmm. You know, just got really close. Mm-hmm. I think living in that little tiny cruddy trailer made our family so much closer. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Not just proximity, you know. Yep. It just... We had to live with each other. We had to learn how to get along. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, they're all three different personalities. Yeah. Um, But so you kicked cancer's butt this first time. mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a hard one, though. Yeah, it was. That was tough. Chemo's tough. Mm -hmm. Chemo is the worst. And Another factor in potential memory memory loss. Mm -hmm. Not potential. Definitely. Definitely. Chemo brain. I have no memory of Dixie playing volleyball, but (laughs) I do have pictures (laughs) of it that I've seen. Yeah. That shows me in volleyball. (laughs) Right. She always brings that up. She says, you don't even remember. You didn't even come. You don't even remember that I played volleyball. Yeah. It's mostly basketball. I'm like, I played that like three years. Right. <laughs> I have an, I have a defense for that. I know. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's memory. It's yeah. Memory it's not necessarily memory. <laughs> I was working. Yeah, that's too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went to every qu- concert, every concert. Mm-hmm. Yes. Every single concert. That. All my kids. I think I maybe missed one, uh, but I went to every one of those mm-hmm. as painful as they could be. <laughs> but I was still really proud. Even the junior high band concerts, they were yeah, could yep. be really horrible. But, right. Yeah. But it was so cool to watch all the kids, you know. Yeah. Just getting out there and doing it. And be a part of something that big mm-hmm. and like work together. Yeah, it's very cool. And they were happy. Yeah. It made them happy. So you kick cancer's butt the first time. The the only reason I brought that up before we inject me in the story is because I, I didn't know you mm-hmm. like when you had cancer. I, I Was my hair really curly when we met? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, very wow. curly. Oh, you lucky boy. Yeah. <laughs> got to see that nice look. Absolutely. I'd, I'd we were just remarking. Curl. Yeah. We were just looking at the, the picture up on the fridge of you guys at Disneyland. We yeah. can see your hair <laughs> yeah. in that. It's yeah. like, that's the hair you're talking about. Oh, good work. Anyway. I, yeah, yeah. So I show up. I've always been curious to ask you 
and it's it's so perfect that we have microphones in front of us now. What was your first impression of me? <laughs> okay, this is if you directly after chemo. Yeah, true. Hmm. I'm sure we sat in the living room because that was the only place to sit. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm sure we did. And it was very close. Everybody was there. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I remember you just being really polite. Very polite. And I liked that. Fantastic. You were very polite. I was like, <laughs> he was raised right. <laughs> He knows how to act. He's around other people. Oh. This is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you were not, I mean, Dixie didn't bring anybody else home, so nope. you were the first one for me to meet with her. Yep. Mm. Um. So, so after I start hanging out with the family, I noticed like all the time I would come over and you'd be working on school because you were going to University of Phoenix mm-hmm. online, correct? Mm-hmm. What did you study? And what did you graduate with? I don't remember. No. <laughs> <laughs> I studied healthcare administration. Mm-hmm. Um, I graduated with an associates. Thank you. There I was you like, uh, uh, yeah, associates degree. degree. Yep. I got that. I mm-hmm. got it on paper in a frame in my room. Yeah, absolutely. You have more I than I do. I was so proud of that. You know, it really gave me some focus, and I got really good grades, and I was just like, wow. This is my thing. I can think. Right. I mean, you know, I've been beating my brain up with drugs. I'd been living with someone that was really smart. Mm-hmm. Um, the, those and, air quotes again. Yeah. Well, you know, it's an opinion. Um, you know, Fact. that had made me feel kind of small. Mm. Yeah. Never really said I was stupid, but would make me in roundabout ways belittle me. But anyway, I went to college. I decided. When I was on chemo, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I kept seeing these commercials gonna, once I'm gonna go to school and I'm like, yeah. I'm going to go to school. <laughs> Actually, I think I was on the computer and it popped up and I just hit, yeah, I'd like to learn something. And then of course they jump right on it. And yep. so they got back to me and I got on the phone with, and I didn't even search out, you know, cheaper schools or anything. Mm-hmm. This is just I was the just one. like, this is what I'm going to do. And right. I knew my girlfriend had gone to University of Phoenix in Arizona. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so I did it. And it was life-changing too. All of these changes had happened because I had to sit still and think about mm. what are you going to do? Yeah. How are you going to take care of things? I mean, I'm still working at Wendy's, working well below what I was worth. Yeah, absolutely. And had no courage or confidence to go and do something else. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to No Normal People this week. If you like what you're hearing, the best place to tell us about it would be on Apple Podcasts or Facebook.com, where you can leave us a five-star rating and a one or two sentence review. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at No People Pod. That's K-N-O-W People Pod. Also, be sure to use our hashtags, No Normal People and hashtag KNP. If you haven't been there in a while, we have a newly designed website over at nonormalpeople.com. And while you're there, you can check out the store where we have podcast artwork featured stickers. And coming soon, we'll have a locally roasted and packaged No Normal People coffee blend. So I slowly started hanging out a lot. Well, I don't know how slow it was, but I started hanging out with you guys a lot more. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I I feel like we all got really tight there in the trailer, too, just like hanging out and watching movies. That's all I could do. Yeah, absolutely. 
That was our All life. Yep. That was our life. Come on over and hang out with us. We right. got so many things the, planned. The hot yep. trailer. Come have some casserole with us. And, and we can have the cat snuggle up next to you while we yeah. eat our dinner. And let's pray that it's not hot in here. <laughs> it, it is. Though. And just blast some fans. Yep. Hey, it was good, though. It was, it was good. We had the yep. little air conditioner in the window. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, so then Dixie and I started college, started going to Rocky. Mm-hmm. At which point, somewhere in the Very middle proud there, moment. Yeah. <laughs> at which point, school. somewhere in the middle there, I asked you, because like at this point we know like Dixie's father isn't in the picture. So I wasn't right. about to like approach him for a blessing for marriage or anything. So I asked you if I could marry your daughter. You came over by yourself one night. I sure did. And Shelby and I were there and we're like, wow, Steve and Jerry wanted to come over and talk to me. I wonder about I wonder what? what that's about. <laughs> what, what was Knowing that your like? personality, yeah. you know, and how you tried to be do things the proper way and mm-hmm. with respect. And yeah, I mean, you'd always showed us respect. Mm-hmm. So I didn't expect anything less. I mean, I was surprised, but I, but also expecting, you know, <laughs> right, also yeah. kind of figured it out what yeah. you were going to do. Yep. And so- I remember me and Shelly being all excited. Oh, he's, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna want to pop the question. He's gonna ask if you'll let her let him marry Dixie, and yeah. we were so excited. And then he came in, and we were already all hyper, hyper, you know, hyped up from it because it's like it's gonna happen. Right. Steven's gonna be in our family. He'll be stuck. Yeah. Lock that one gotcha. down. Locking it in. That's yeah. my property. And I always said mm. that if they broke up, Stephen was staying yep. and Dixie was going. Right. Yep. If Stephen leaves me, I'm going favorite. with him. Yep. But anyway, I knew. Yeah. I knew. You know, I wasn't positive, but I was. You figured. Ninety nine percent sure that's what you were going to do. Right. That was the first night I called you mom. I remember. Yeah. I think that's what you, what pushed us all over the edge. We started crying there. Oh, in the living room. there was so much crying. <laughs> I wasn't and there hugging. obviously, so it was awesome new for me. It was very good. <laughs> yep. So getting in officially. Like being welcomed in the, into the family was incredibly spe- special for me. Mm-hmm. So we started our engagement, and then I was at a symphony concert. I remember watching our friend Rich play in the bass section mm-hmm. when you guys called me, telling me that the cancer came back. Oh God! February. That was, yeah, that was the worst. Yeah, that was the worst. Yeah. Well, especially the way it works. Like, I you know, know this was, was something so we could have expected the first time. Right. I mean, it was devastating yeah and i remember when they it was a nurse not the doctor kind of accidentally slipped when my mom and i the first time and they hadn't actually said cancer yet they were saying well maybe okay and we're at the doctor and this nurse just says so what kind of cancer do you have Oh and I was gosh. just like, my what? stomach just fell. And I was just like, what? I just started crying immediately. Like, oh, I don't know. I didn't know. <laughs> Nobody had... said anything. He <laughs> right. was just like, oh my gosh. You know, right. and he felt so bad. Yeah. But that was horrible. But when they called, and it's always been on the phone, on a Friday night. Gosh. You what? get a call from your doctor. Don't answer the phone. <laughs> right. Wait till Monday. <laughs> Yeah, it's better oh, to wait no. for it was, life both times was on news. a Friday night after hours, and they'd been trying to get a hold of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, Friday night called. It was just the second time was just sent me into hysteria. I mean, mm-hmm. thank God I was not a drug addict anymore. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I was just spun. I mean, I was literally my. It was just I was mad. I was ready to conquer, and <laughs> but scared to death and just pissed off. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's like what. Why? Mm-hmm. Why again? 
I mean, it's just, it was just. It wasn't exactly a low stress time either because Avery and Chris were engaged and Stephen and I were engaged. <laughs> yeah. At the same time. <laughs> and I was deep into school. Yeah. Into my bachelor's. Yeah. So, and I was working a lot. So, the, but the first day, like when you're at that con, the symphony, yep. I mean, that was, that was intense. That yeah. night was so intense. In fact, none of the kids were home. Mm -mm. So, and I was glad that was a big, that, there were some big moments there. Well, not just for me. Yeah. And following it got, it got scarier. So essentially what happened is you went in for a surgery to work on excising some, was it tumors or it's mats called, or something? It's called, I know what it's called. Reoccurring. That it, this cancer was called recurring ovarian right. cancer because the first time it was ovarian and yeah. then it recurred in the same area, even though I didn't have any female parts. Right. They yeah. just call it that, but it was for debridement. Okay. Yep. Of the tumors. Right. And removal of my spleen. And they were supposed to patch one, my other hernia. Oh, yeah. Yep. That didn't happen. But what did happen was that they found tumors on my intestines. So they had to do a resection. Mm hmm. And that all went well. This was on May 4th. May the 4th be with you. 901. Indeed. AM. And um, <laughs> I don't know, because things went bad, went sideways real fast. Yep. I don't know if it was a day later or two days later. It was like a week. I was still in the hospital, though. Mm -hmm. It was supposed to be a you four in days the in the hospital, go home and, and, yeah. and then be off work for six weeks. Right. Had all of it planned out, because yep. single mom working for- not a lot of money, yeah. didn't have any money saved. Yeah. Church helped with everything. Yeah. Both times. Oh. Literally. Yep. Both times. Mm -hmm. You were in the hospital for, I think, two days when they realized that something was wrong. And then you went I have in. a vague memory of eating and walking the hall mm -hmm. after it. Yeah, after I the think surgery. it was by the end of day three that they were like, something's wrong. And yeah, I don't remember. Like then, it was obvious you had an infection or something. So Yeah. So what happened was the resection had burst open. And so there was bowel all through my abdomen. Which caused sepsis really quick. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, there's a lot of things that happened that I don't have any memory of. Yep. Mm -hmm. Or knowledge of. I mean, I know I had sepsis. I know that they did surgery. I don't 14, even know how many. 14 plus times. Yep. Before I was awake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that happened without me being, I mean, because they put me into an, um, Induced coma. Yeah, they they put me in a coma. Yeah, so that I would could heal and not suffer and do surgery a million times. And there was a great big hole in my abdomen, <laughs> and Dixie could see inside. Yeah, yep. I've seen time. more of you than you have. I know. <laughs> when I was actually coherent, when I guess it was not even a month, mm -hmm. and I could think and and that I can remember, I asked him to take a picture of the hole. <laughs> so I could see it, yeah. see inside. Yeah, because you like, can't like Dude, sit I up see in the it. bed. I want to see it. Right. I think I want to see it. Yeah. I want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> so they took a picture and they showed it to me and there's this white mesh stuff over it. And I'm like, I can't see anything. Right. That's not what, you know, that's, that's not, not what, what I, I was told. <laughs> that was after. And they're like, oh, mother, some mesh over that now. Right. And I'm like. Working on putting that back Would you together. like me to describe it in vivid detail? We yeah. don't have to. I really would. You've never told me. It's Let's do that off mic, shall we? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so you you had put, they had put the wound back in after a couple of surgeries. And I say surgeries, but it was mostly wound vac, right. like repair. Right. Um, But they had to take you to an OR and actually 
yeah. perform They would put stuff. me under because yeah. I remember I had many more after I could remember. There were a few times where you were in the ICU and I would come to visit and like they would literally be wheeling you out to the OR like right when I got there. Yeah. And I'd be like, okay, well, I'll just wait in her room while you do this. Nightmare. Bye. Nightmare upon nightmare. Bye, mom. And it was. It, it felt was, like a never-ending cycle. It was so I would hard. go to oh, the was. surgery, and then I'd come back, and I'd get, I would shake and be freezing, and yeah. I have and a picture of you be, in the blanket, yeah, igloo, and just. I mean, I can remember the them because you go into pre-op mm-hmm. and you get set up, and they talk to you about what they're going to do. I mean, it was like just uh, put it on repeat. Yeah, mm-hmm. over like, and over, oh, and know. then you'd go in, and then you'd come out, and you were so groggy, and it's like the same thing over and over. It's like I know <sighs> what to do now. I wow. know what I should do. Yeah, right. Yeah, but by, it was still every time was just. By the end of it, I was so desensitized to that feeling. I still felt like, oh God, my mom might die. <laughs> um, mm. but by like thirteen, fourteen, like that time, it was like I literally like I can't do anything. I can't do anything to stop it. And if I ask them not to do the surgery, then like she's more likely to get more sick and probably die. So like I can't say no to this <laughs> and also planning a wedding. <laughs> really it was very hard time. It was very hard. Mm. I don't want to cry. <laughs> I'm alive. Yeah, absolutely. It <laughs> you was did it. it was crazy. So Dixie and I this whole time, like after you were basically asleep for months yeah. in a coma, we went ahead with planning our wedding and all that. And the closer we got to our uh, wedding date, July 14th, we were like, I kept thinking I was going to be able to go. Gonna I'm going to be able to go. I, I'm going to be able to go. They'll let me out. go. It's your wedding. They'll I let mean, me out for a day. <laughs> with us being in quarantine now, it's like, gosh, I don't know why I thought that she would be able to come to the like actual wedding. <laughs> like, with a gaping hole. Like I was looking at I in the memories because we just celebrated our anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, So it was July 4th when I officially decided that we were going to do a cer- ceremony at the hospital and a ceremony. Yeah, like our actual venue. Yeah, so July Fourth was really hard for me because yeah. nobody came to see me because everybody was I came enjoying to see you July Fourth, like nine o'clock at oh, night. Oh yeah, and I was just like, "Gosh, how selfish of me! I'm <laughs> sitting here crying because everybody's at July Fourth and I'm in the hospital." Oh, I mean, gosh. I really was like, "I literally, yourself. I don't yeah. know if Stephen remembers this, but we were sitting out in a field at in Laurel watching the we were getting ready to watch the fireworks, and I literally was like, "I need to go see my mom." Yep, I remember like that. Like, I literally, uh, fireworks hadn't even started yet. I left at like eight o'clock. Yep. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I'll be back. I'm just going to go see my mom real quick. But yeah, so we, we went ahead and did a ceremony before the one we had planned, right? Yep. We we came to- Happiest like, day of my confinement. Oh my gosh. <laughs> when I found out you were going to get married there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, how could so we not though? I was so crying so hard. I'm like, they're going to get married here. Yeah. So we- Because the nurses were so concerned. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm like, of, no, these are happy tears. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> one of our friends uh, at the time, he owned a uh, a stretch Hummer, Hummer limousine. Yeah. So he offered to pack the people we wanted there at oh, that first ceremony. Yeah. Oh man, in, it was so hot. Into the limo. So we brought my parents, my brother, obviously, your sisters came, mm-hmm. and uh, our, our maid of honor, yeah. our best man, and close family. Like super close family, which was also the it photographer was, yeah. and Pastor Chris. Yeah, and we packed into and that some little of chapel. My mom's 
siblings. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we packed into the little chapel at the end of the hallway and we actually got married at the Literally hospital there. That was the very first day in all those months that I actually had sat up mm-hmm. and I had my you were blouse that I was shirt. wearing. Yeah. I wore it at Avery's wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't know what to wear. Grab that. Brush my hair. Right. Put some. <laughs> I, I mean, remember I was... JC did your nails, I think, yeah. for <laughs> your toenails. Yeah. Yeah. And I used a bed sheet yeah. as yep. a skirt. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> and they just tucked it in around me, and it looks. Fu- I mean, it was fine. It yeah. didn't matter. I, it was the best moment ever. You mm. know that yeah. it was meant to be. And it was really special. There was not a dry eye in that room. We were no. all. <laughs> I was crying minutes before we even got there. Gosh, yep. <laughs> I yeah. literally we walked and I in. Could, there was a glass, that glass that came up the hallway, so I could see her coming up, and she just started bawling. You know, as yep. she's coming up to, well, meet, she, to yeah. be with you, right? And Jenny got a really awesome photo of me crying. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's one to keep. Yeah, right, like absolutely. everyone was crying. It was impossible to get a picture of anybody yeah. that wasn't crying. <laughs> and after that, we, we actually signed our marriage certificate there at the hospital, mm-hmm. too. So we were officially married by the time we did our, our big ceremony out at yeah. the... <laughs> and I got to watch part of that. Yeah. Yeah, because um, yep. Kathleen stayed back, my sister, and we did. I don't know what you yeah, call it. Yeah, it was like a Skype, some sort yeah, of live stream. Yeah, but it didn't, didn't really. Yeah, the the Wi-Fi out where we were wasn't super. And great, I was sitting so. there looking, and and the guy that performed your ceremony had a lot to say. It was <laughs> yes, a big story, did. and I was like, "Wow, it's so hot." I could see them <laughs> melting. Yeah, we were we were baking. Yeah, I, I mean, we tent. chose. Chose like it was beautiful though. Afternoon yeah. in the middle of July, and I think I watched the videos and stuff that you guys had mm-hmm. on oh, your yeah. phones and on the actual yeah. video yeah. over and over and over. And I was just like, yeah. yeah. And sometimes I forget that I wasn't really at your wedding, your other wedding. You know, yeah, it's right. Like, oh yeah, oh wait, you you were at the one that counted, and that, I, yeah. and honestly, the one that matters the most. Yeah, right. we honestly like we enjoyed the party and like the dancing and stuff yeah. of our other wedding and like everything that people don't because people donated a ton of stuff mm-hmm. to our wedding yeah, because right. you were in the hospital. They were like, "Do you here? Need, let me give you. Let this. me buy your wedding dress. Thanks, Heather. Um, yep. <laughs> she also made all of the dessert. Thanks, Heather. Oh, uh, which was uh, s'mores yeah. at fire pits. She was, it was oh, literally nice. the best. Literally the best yeah. human alive. Who needs cake when you can just make people make their own desserts? Yeah. That's awesome. Here's fire and marshmallows. So right. cool. <laughs> oh man, but it was like, so good. Yeah, but it was beautiful. The party the was fun, was but like. I got married at the hospital. Yep. So I was there. Yeah. Yeah. Every time we drive past that place, we're like, we hey, point at it. We're we like, got we got married, married there. right there. <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> hey, that's neat. We literally point at the that's room. That's a we're good like, memory of that place. Yeah. So the way not the triplets. Yeah. Right. Oh God. So the way I remember this going medically, surgery after surgery, like cleaning things up yeah. every time. At Bill at uh, St. V's for yeah five weeks. So the way uh, yeah. many torture ch- devices there, yeah, um, by the physical therapy. But, you know, <laughs> I know that uh, all of the physical therapy torture was for my benefit and yeah. worth it. Although yeah. at the time I'm like, don't do it. it doesn't feel worth yeah. it. Is she coming now? Oh, I got to right. take my triplets. But the but, way, but the way it worked, as far as I understood it, was the. I mean, of course, sepsis is like incredibly life threatening <laughs> when anybody gets it. But essentially, it was strong enough that it successfully killed the rest of the cancer cells yeah, and I found that out after. in your body in the process of you like overcoming sepsis, sepsis itself was stronger than the cancer right 
it didn't kill me, but it killed all the cancer. It killed the, that's But I mean, you know, the type of cancer that I have, although I mean, I have abundant health now. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. what I always say. Thriving now. I'm killing, it's done. (laughs) I'm not going to ever have again. Right. I have small cancer count. But that's just because it's something that doesn't ever go out of your body. It stays in your system. Yeah. Right. But in St. V's, I had kind of a profound moment. And I don't remember the nurse's name or even what she looks like. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I felt like I was not getting anywhere. It felt like around over Mm -hmm. and over of a nightmare. Mm, Yeah. And I just remember this nurse telling me one time that I just needed to keep moving. I mean, and people have been telling me this all along. They're yeah. like, you need to keep moving. You know, you need to do this. You need to do that. Yeah. To, just so you can be healthy. You need to keep breathing. You need to keep doing your little breathing apparatus. Yeah. But for some reason that day, that nurse talking to me, it clicked. And I just started, you know, I couldn't walk or anything. I couldn't get up. Yeah. And I just started moving though. I started moving my legs. I'd be in bed, just moving my legs, moving my arms, you know, doing like calisthenics <laughs> from a bed. Yeah. yeah. And I started doing that breathing thing like it was, you know, the best weed ever. (laughs) I mean, no, you know, (laughs) I just, it was the best game trying to make that thing, you know, to get the ball to hover at the right place. And I mean, it's not real easy. No. Especially when you've been sick. And it just was, I mean, it's more that it was a mental thing. I decided I was going to get better. Right. I decided that. It was time to, to turn this around and get on the part mm-hmm. of getting better. Yeah. So it just, and it was a big deal. Mm. It's something, I mean, it's hard to express exactly how it made me feel right. that that moment. But it kicked yeah. in for you. And then I went to the place where you got married, what's called advanced care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For some months and... They had the best food. Yeah, they did. That's the thing I remember the Dude, most about that place. To, I would go there to eat. <laughs> they had the best food. Wow. And they would let me have sandwiches late. Yeah. I mean, wow. you know, I was well, eating they had this a super lot. nice cafeteria and everything. Yeah. It's so they nice. had that's some and there were people there that I knew and they were really mm. nice. And then there was a lot of pain and trouble with my um ileostomy bag that yeah. I had for a year, my best friend for a year. Right. <laughs> but um then when I went to the nursing home, because this is from May 4th to September 23rd before I get out mm-hmm. of a facility. So then at the nursing home, I realized that I could sit up, I could stand up, but I couldn't walk. Mm-hmm. I couldn't walk. Well, you have like, walked what? in four months. <laughs> but I've been walking for how many years? It's like four months and you can't walk now? You had also it lost... Was well, I didn't even realize what had happened because I was eating a lot. I was like, mom, bring me some Arby's. Mom, bring me some of this. Dixie, can you pick up this? Yeah. yeah. Shelby, tell mom that I need. <laughs> right. I mean, I was yeah. eating the food they were giving me and I was eating more food. Yeah. And I was just like. <sighs> and one day they, they rolled me up on my wheelchair onto the, the scale and they're like, blah, 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 blah. and it was like 100 pounds less than, than I weighed. And I'm like, no, that's not right. That's a joke. <laughs> You guys aren't, because they had to do math, you know, because I had a wheelchair. Yep. So they said, okay, we'll do it again. And they wheel me up there and the same answer. And I'm like, that's not right. <laughs> I know me, okay? <laughs> I have weighed myself many times. <laughs> and then finally they're like, thing. fine, we're going to get you up and you're going to stand up and hold this bar. And then we're going to have you let go of the bar. 
and you're going to we're going to show you what you weigh. And they did it. And I was just like, what? (laughs) I had lost at that point, probably 80 pounds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was under 200. Right. And I was just like, I haven't been under 200. I don't even know how long. Yeah. And I'm just looking at myself and I'm like, I look the same. (laughs) You know, to me, I look the same. Uh, Yeah. And I'm like, and I eat like a pig now. But I was just blown away by that. Mm -hmm. And it still took a long time, even after I was home, to really, I mean, it happened in like, because I don't think in advanced care I'd lost that much. No, it's like yeah, I got you to were the still, nursing it was home. When you got to the nursing home, all of a sudden I just mm. yeah, because you were really swollen from like all of the surgeries and like yeah, yeah. Honestly, like when you came home from the <laughs> nursing home, so end of September, you literally looked like a completely different person mm-hmm. than you did when you went. Like I have a picture of you in pre-surgery. Mm-hmm. And you're sitting there in your gown and like, you know. It's very fluffy. <laughs> you were a lot heavier. <laughs> and then like, I look at pictures from six years ago and I'm like, that's yeah, my like, mom. I know that's my mom, but this is my mom. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. It is weird. Mm. It is weird. People see stuff in mm-hmm. my Facebook back, you know, I, my honestly, photos and they're like, who's hot? Coming out of that though, you got to move back in here you started doing work again like that wasn't wendy's right it took well it took you know i had the ileostomy i didn't go back to work for gosh it was almost two years i didn't work because i i didn't go back until the bag was removed so mm-hmm. it was um the following april when it was removed and then i was still pretty sick from that yeah for a couple months and then i went to work Jeez. working at second chance home working with um, recovering addicts. And that's where I worked for about a year and a half, almost two years. They got closed down. Their funding went away. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I started at Rimrock Foundation. Doing the and same kind there. of work. Similar. Yeah. Similar. Working with addicts, mm-hmm. helping people, mm-hmm. serving the people Absolutely. that need help. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're sick. Do you feel like working at a house like Rimrock now, like serving other addicts, helping them like giving back recover yeah it feels like giving back for you it does um it felt more that way at second chance home because i was more i had more contact with them oh okay yeah i was with them while they were during the day you know and yeah. now i work overnights and i work i do paperwork and i mean i still have contact with them but just it's just not as much sure i still am able to enjoy their successes and and be there for them yeah their the things that scare them or that they're mad about or right you know i can be the person to just listen yep Mm -hmm. yeah you've had you've had a gift of being that person mm -hmm. for as long as i've known you like very empathetic and especially i'd imagine like being working with addicts like being able to celebrate a win on their side you can say like man i was there too like i know how awesome this feels yeah, to be able you know, to celebrate a milestone or yeah, something like even that. a week a week clean right 30 days it's huge clean, you know huge. even and even when they are recurring you know come back yeah we're so grateful that they're back and they're not still, still out there out. suffering or yeah. dead wow or mm-hmm. that they're back that they had the courage to come back and start again right you know because it wow. it usually just doesn't take the first time yeah. it usually takes a lot of practice. It's hard to deal with the things that are in your life that mm-hmm. make you sad or mad or, mm-hmm. you know, the things that hurt you or the trauma that you've been through. Or, yeah. Yep. 
And you have to learn to deal with that in order to be sober. Gosh, that's very good. That gets us more or less current with your journey journey of a story. But we missed something. We have to go back. We missed a couple of things. Reconnecting with Marisa. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, now you don't want me to cry or anything. I mean. We haven't cried yet, so might as well. And I wish that, you know, I had like recorded. If they could record how my mind acted the first night when I was driving to work, it's like seven at night. And and I think it was the end of winter or beginning of like, spring. It was like April. Because it was dark mm-hmm. when I was going to work. Yeah. Maybe March. And March, I get April. this text message, which my car reads back to me. Yeah. From my brother. And it was information from somebody that a, a woman that had got a hold of him saying that she was a close relative of his. And it was just like little bullet points of mother was where she was born, how old her mom was, how big the family was, um, you know, it just all of these things, how much she weighed, what day she was born. And I'm reading, I'm hearing this and looking at it and I'm driving to work and I'm just, my whole body is just vibrating with, oh my God. Mm. And I remember yelling out the car, that's her. Yeah. I didn't think I'd ever be in a place where I'd want her to find me. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Because I was such a mess. Yeah, but of all times, right? And she had actually found me when I was a school bus driver. Yeah. Oh, wow. But I, and she sent email, but I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't have like a computer all the time. And mm. I didn't check emails then. And it was, sure. it was not meant to be then. Right. And I, but I just remember just being blown away and. I I think I called Jess and said, that's her Jess. That's yeah. my daughter. Right. And um, it was so overwhelming. I mean, it was like shocking. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how do I go to work now? How can right. I think about anything else? Right. And I get to work and I'm just like so excited and telling my friend Terry, you're not going to believe what just happened. Yeah. And then stalking her on Facebook. And I didn't have the courage to text her or call her then. Mm. I was so scared to, I just didn't feel, it was scary. Right. Yeah. I was like, oh, she's not going to want to talk to me. Yeah. I mean, she's trying to, but I don't know if she really wants, if she knew. Yeah. She might not want to. Sure. But I remember looking (laughs) at her Facebook pictures. And I'm seeing all of these kids. Yeah. And I'm right. just like, I remember looking at Terry and I go, oh my God, Christmas. <laughs> there are six of them. Right. Oh. Let alone another daughter and a son-in-law. I was like, I was just like, oh my God, Christmas just changed so much. Yeah. Yeah, it did. <laughs> I mean, that was my first thought. <laughs> how strange. I mean, about that. I mean, other than, oh my gosh, look how cute they are. How right. old are they're all so close. They all have my age, nose. You know, and I, there wasn't really information. I didn't know there was twins and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Right. I was just like, there's so many and there's also close in age how did she do that right good work yeah (laughs) i remember so i the next morning we had been charging our phones downstairs this is in our old apartment um and i had gone downstairs steven was sitting on the couch doing his journal and stuff like that and i just pulled up my phone and i was like i have a message from uncle jess 
And I was like, he probably wants to sell me some pills or something. <laughs> um, not illegal. No not illegal. It's like vitamins. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I just assume it's about that. But I opened it and I saw that same exact message. And I was yeah. like, what even is this? Yeah. Whoa. And then I saw a text message from you and a text message from Avery. And it literally just said, did you get Jess's email or did you get Jess's message? And I was like, I don't understand what what you're saying. saying? So I read through it again and I saw, I was like, well, I know that her birthday is this day. And I know my mom's birthday is this day. And like, these are all like, and I literally, I don't know if Steven remembers this, but I literally like lost all color in my face like yeah. i literally just was like what and i called you immediately yeah. <laughs> i was like i i didn't even know what to say um and i remember you saying it's her and i was like that's all what? i get that's what oh. i get i just kept going it's her wow yeah and i was like i don't okay <laughs> i remember we ended up talking on the phone marisa and i yeah. ended up talking on i can't remember if it was that evening or the next day yeah um but like that whole day, I was like, I know it was. I spent confusing. like I've known about. I've known that she exists for my entire life, because you've told us like you have a sister that I gave up when mm-hmm. I was in high school. Right. Um. So like Avery and I, especially, we spent so much time being like, oh, I wonder where she is. I wonder what she looks like. I wonder if she looks more like you, or if she looks more like me, and all this stuff. Aww. And like, I wonder if she has brown hair like us, or maybe if she's blonde like mom. She <laughs> fits right in. All of that stuff, and it was like all of a sudden, it was like there's a person. I like I literally like I know exactly where she is. I know how many kids she has. I know she's married. Like I know, like I know nothing and everything at the same time. Right, so so much to find. I had imagined so so many things about about her in my head, and it was like I met her, and now it's like none of that stuff even matters. (laughs) Right, yeah. So yeah, it's just the. It was just incredible. And mm-hmm. I still remember being just fumbling with that first conversation and just blurting things out that, mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah, yeah. it's just like, and then I go, why did I say that? Yeah. <laughs> right. Afterwards, I'd be like, why did I say that? Right. <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing so... the first picture of her and I was like, yeah. yes, that's her. That's she it. has my mom's nose. That is my mom's Well, that's nose. one of the first things she said was that she knew where her nose came from. She oh. was like, because oh. she stalked our face my facebook too mm-hmm. right she's like aha I found so that's it. where that came from <laughs> i found it i know who had it. that nose right and now oh we my all gosh have. yeah Man. <laughs> yeah so so you guys you guys went and met her and the family at a family reunion mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. a little while after that that was probably a year just ago a few months and then yeah. just yeah. recently her and in all july. the kids came up in july i got to meet them all yep wow and Avery and Candace, all of my girls well, were here and yeah. all of my grandkids were here. So Candace was the other one I forgot to bring up mm-hmm. in that whole story was like your first granddaughter. She was, Candace is the first granddaughter and that. And, the, and she's we, not the oldest. No, she's the first granddaughter, <laughs> grandchild yep. for me. Yep. She was. Right. But she's the youngest. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because Marisa has these her, their, six kids her youngest to add to is the fam. turning four. So a year older Jeez. than Candace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was it like becoming a grandma? Oh, wow. <sighs> That's hard because I know. No, I mean I'm mom, you can talk about it. It's we are as happy to have Candace as we are similarly sad that 
we have trouble. Like, it's not. Yeah. I would rather have Candace and not be able to have kids than to be able to have kids and not have Candace. Oh, very well put. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it just, wow, you know, it, um, so exciting. Mm-hmm. It's so different than f- being a mom, being a grandma. It's, it's kind of like, I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's your joy just totally exploding just, with more. Yeah. yeah. Because multiplied. that, and it's multiplied way more than you could ever imagine. Yeah. yeah. The grandkids, it's just, it's pure joy because you don't, you know, you're not raising them. You're not in the battle. Right. You know what <laughs> you I mean? You just get to have all the fun. It's just, <laughs> you just get to give them candy and send them happiness. Home. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm right. sure there's, there will be, I mean, they don't live here, so I don't see them very often. Right. So I don't get those moments where, I get to be yeah, the grandma, grandma said, that says no, <laughs> right? You know, or if I will ever be that grandma, right? But it's just, it's what we are, to me anyway. It's what we're meant to be is for our posterity. Is that is what happiness is? Mm, yeah, that is what joy is. Is your posterity, mm-hmm. whether they be adopted or not? Yep, it is. Sorry. okay i'm really fine it's just it hits me sometimes it's a lot well it is and you want to be part of that too yeah i know Mm. i pray for you both every night Mm, thank you yeah because i already visioned it you already have kids in my (laughs) mind you're already a family you already have children Mm -hmm. because this is how it's gonna be yeah it is we're gonna have children so so yeah, being a grandma, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> that was that was <laughs> mind blowing. No, when that, when one yeah, when six oh, more, man. I mean, I mean, mind blowing for Marisa and Mason was twins, <laughs> and then twins, and then another, and you know, yeah. yeah. But for me, it was like all at once, and I went, <laughs> "Wow, Christmas!" <laughs> how I mean, it's almost like how am I going to get to know all of them? Yeah, right. at this point, and I got to start at this point. Yeah. Because it's, it's so easy mm. from the beginning. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, I don't know. It's like they were just born <laughs> at a different age. Right. So yeah. <laughs> you just jump in right 11. now. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, there's no way to explain how much you love and care about them. Yeah. Yep. I just know Candace better. Yeah. yeah. Well, you've literally known her from birth. Her yes. And, which I mean, you know, and that's three years. You've and then, gotten to see her personality. There's so much to look forward to ahead with Marisa and yeah. and the fam their family. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Fantastic. And meeting her mom, Carol. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I remember when I first met Marisa, of course. Yeah. She came walking down the sidewalk in Utah and I it was just like, Oh my gosh. There she is and I got to hug her. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I mean, it was still it's I mean it's an awkward thing. It's that we're learning and we're taking steps, you know? Yeah. It's just, it's a, just a weird situation. Yeah. You Cause know? you can't just pick that up and be like, oh yeah. yeah. You're my daughter. Yeah. You're, you're my daughter. You're my yeah. mom. Well, and it, it, the added weirdness, cause you were so young when you had her, Marisa actually has another sister that's the same age as you. Yeah. Mm. So it's like. She has a relationship with someone your age, but she considers a sister. Right. I think it's the, <laughs> it's just a strange dynamic for me, you know, because I don't want to make her uncomfortable in any way. Yeah. 
we're kind of getting over that because we've talked about it. We've touched on it, you know, at times when we've been able to have conversation alone. Yeah. And being able to feel comfortable telling her that I love her Mm -hmm. and not Mm -hmm. making her uncomfortable with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever that means. Yeah. But I do love her. Right. I always have. Yeah, of course. I always have. And I mean, another great son-in-law. I mean, Mason is just fabulous. I mean, she, you know, she did very well. (laughs) She did good. Right. She married Mason. He hung around. He kept hanging around. He was determined. He waited. (laughs) And then all the kids, you know, so there's just... It's like my life just exploded, you know. Mm, it just that's went awesome. woo. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, the, in a beautiful way. I think Great the biggest cuz we just learned that um I had PCOS m- like a couple months before we talked to Marisa. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first time that I talked to her, she was like, "Yeah, I had to have, you know, an intro for the first two sets of twins." Um, and I was just like, cause I mean, I love Avery and I love Shelby, but Shelby's not at a point where she's having kids and right. Avery has a kid. So she doesn't exactly understand. Um, in a moment it was like, I have a sister who understands exactly where I am right not now. Not being able to get pregnant. Yes. And it was like, <laughs> yeah, because I mean, you definitely didn't have that issue with getting pregnant when you were younger. And like, I just felt like there was nobody like really close to me that right. that understood what I was going through. And then all of a sudden poof, your sister's here and yes, she understands. She had to deal with that. <laughs> she she had to deal with that. She knows right. very well how you feel. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So it's it nice to cool. have somebody that can actually empathize. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm grateful for that for you too. Mm. And for Steven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On top of that, our nieces and nephews are the coolest. My goodness. Humans. They are. Right. So great, right? I love being an uncle. Yes. It's one of my favorite labels I have. <laughs> yeah. Like one of my favorite titles. Yes. is being uncle. Going to be another uncle. Yep. Gosh, it's so good. So soon. I know, right? Wow. We're about to have eight nieces and nephews. Here we go. Ah. I'm into it. Man, <laughs> we will never fast. rival my mother. <laughs> no, but, no. <laughs> but we'll add to hers. Yeah, right. we'll add more to hers. Sure, Grandma, you have ninety-two. <laughs> wow. Well, I have eight. Right. Show off. Man, we we've been a lot of places tonight, Mom. Thanks for having this conversation with us. Uh, as we get closer to wrapping up here, one of my favorite questions is asking people like what they're passionate about or what they think about all the time if they have nothing else to be thinking about. It's gonna be really boring. I mean, is it though? I have this new thing with um. I mean, I knew about the law of attraction, but not necessarily what it was called. Sure. Yeah. Because I've kind of lived that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I always knew that if I wanted something, I had to think about it, you know? Or, yeah, like when had you to decided. Had manifest like, it in my mind. Yeah. Kind of like looking back, it's like when you decided, oh, yeah, I, I like I'm just going to get better. Right. That's not well, a that's choice been, I have to make uh, anymore. That was something just, I decided I before I actually started reading and watching videos right. on it. And yeah. So my newest thing is, and I haven't done it yet. I'm going to make vision boards, but I'm passionate about it for my family. It's it's manifesting things that I want for my family mm-hmm. and right. myself, Yeah, which is the same thing. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I don't know. It's nothing fantastic, but to me it is. But that's what you're into. Yeah. Well, and you're already linking it to your family. Like you're well, looking- that's my family is what I'm into. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. You know, I don't have uh, any big hobbies. I don't. That's why I was always like, you know, talk to me. I'm boring. I don't do anything fantastic. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. We've gone for two and a half hours now, well, and it's that's been fantastic. We're family. Yeah. <laughs> we have to talk. We live next door to each other. <laughs> no, but I. But that's. I mean, I'm just really starting to get into this. Just like mm-hmm. I told Dixie that I have. Yeah. I've envisioned she already has a family. Right. Mm-hmm. And it will happen. Yeah. Yep. And we just have to keep thinking it, seeing it, believing it. What yeah. is what's at the top of your vision and board? Mine? Remind me. I was a dog. <laughs> a dog. Yes. <laughs> That's because I couldn't think of anything for actually just myself. Yeah. Because I think of things for my family, which is also for myself, but not necessarily just yeah. for me. Yeah. So I was like, well, I have wanted that's, the dog forever. Right. Well, and that's that's how I've known you since I've met you is like you're you think way more about other people than you do yourself. Mm-hmm. It's it's inspiring to me. I love it. Aww. Like You're the best gift giver. <laughs> Try. Um, you really think uh, about what would like add value to someone's life when you right. like. Just shop for a book, even. I want Gosh. people to be happy. Yeah. Especially absolutely. my family. Yeah. I want them on their birthday. I mean, to me, sometimes I think, God, I'm so petty, you know, because <laughs> I'm all I do is buy presents. Right. I like buying gifts for people. I like giving gifts. I like thinking of gifts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though I think, I don't think that I'm thinking that well or that I'm giving that well. Mm. I just feel like, oh. You just know us all well enough. That I guess. You know what I we'd think, enjoy. I think, honestly, I that's like one of the things that I get from you the most. Because like I could spend days thinking about like, what does Steven need? What can I buy for Michaela? What can I give for mom? <laughs> well, I just think I listen to what you say. Yeah. yeah. Like when all of his, I mean, the the Rubik's cubes that I got you might not be high end. Oh no! But, <laughs> but when was... I knew that you didn't have any, and I saw that pack of five of them or whatever, I was like, "Stephen needs to have that." Yeah, and it came out of nowhere too because, yeah. like, you you perfectly surprised me with them after my bag got stolen, like yeah. my window got broken out. It was like, well, I lost my Rubik's cubes. I mean, like, they're just Rubik's cubes. It's how I kind of felt about it at the uh, time. But yeah. like, you got me some out of the blue. I wasn't expecting them, and I was like, "What? Like you?" Oh. <laughs> it's so good. Well, I think Dixie had even mentioned how you were yeah. wanting them, and because I was like, I don't know what to get, what kind or what, and she's just like any of them, right? All of them, yep. any of them. And I was, and when I got them, I thought maybe I was keeping them for a gift, or I was thinking for a gift, but yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, uh, I don't think a birthday or whatever was yeah. coming, and I no. was just like, I got them, and that's just like you guys said the other night. Well, as soon as you get us something, you say it's for Christmas, but we get it you before just it. August, <laughs> right? <laughs> Christmas in August. Oh, man. Christmas all year long. That's very good. Yeah. So I love this concept of like vision boarding and like, yeah, like really, uh, like you sent me the link to that documentary for the yeah. law of attraction the other day because it was yeah. like, that's just what you're, what you're thinking about right now. I mean, and I don't like do it all the time, right. but I do try to, I'm, I'm just like a novice. I'm just trying to think positive thoughts. Yeah. I mean, you know, who doesn't want to be happy? Who doesn't want to have positive thoughts? Who, you know, you don't, but also not manifest things that you don't speak negative. Mm, Yeah. Because if you say. We talked about this with uh, Nathan Fordham on his episode a lot. Like, yeah. yeah, And, you know, I don't want to. It's very good. When talking about cancer. Yeah. I know that there are cancer cells, but I have abundant health. You absolutely do. It's. Yeah. um, Yeah. 
And that, I feel that's good. the thing. You can talk about cancer cells, but you're claiming I don't have cancer. Abundant health for but yourself. But see, that's part of the learning. You don't say that. Yeah. I have abundant health. Right. Mm-hmm. Gosh. So good. I have a dog. I have a dog. Good gravy. You want well, money? You I mean, put like, that picture, put the dollar bill, but add zeros right. put it above your bed. <laughs> Every morning you wake up, you look up and you see a million dollars. Yep. That's me. There we go. It's just a more interesting way to live. I think like that's part of my journaling practice is journaling about like, what do I want to be true of myself in like five years? And then write as if it already happened. That's it. Right. right? That's the same thing. And, and people me, call it vibration. Right. I want to put out a positive vibration out there or, yeah. you know, yeah. but I didn't really know that those connected until I, until I started right. watching or listening on Audible. I listened to some when I'm going to bed mm, and I'm like, good. That's a good idea. That's, that's <laughs> the way I should go. That's okay. Let's work on winding us down here, shall we? So to wind us down here, we're curious <laughs> to ask what you are currently <laughs> reading. Oh, I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> Don't feel bad. I still have that one book that you guys gave me. Yeah. We recommended A Tale of Sit, Two Cities. Sitting by my bed. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hard read. I am not completely given up but it's probably been a few weeks since i read any of it yep i know that feeling with books and you know i used to read all the time Mm -hmm. and it was so weird because i read a lot when they were little and they'd always interrupt me right Mm -hmm. but i'd still be like "Ah, i'm reading stop it it's my (laughs) turn to read yeah and doing drugs i didn't read when i did drugs and i have all this time to read Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. but i'm not doing it but netflix is so fun yeah, I was going to say if you said books or Netflix. <laughs> Netflix. Ooh, Netflix. there you go. <laughs> See, and I'm just at that point right now, you know, and I don't, it's almost like I feel like I'm cheating on books. Sure. <laughs> oh, totally. I know exactly how that feels. What about, um, what are you currently listening to? So like, let's start with music. What do you, what do you like to listen to when you open something like Spotify or Pandora or whatever? Uh, well, I have playlists. I like to listen to music that makes me want to dance. So it could oh, be yeah. a lot of things. It, something Perry. that makes me move, something that makes me want to sing. Yeah. Because I know that that may, brings my vibration up. Oh, yeah. So to speak. Yep. Sure. I also like songs that are a little <laughs> angsty. Not yeah. angsty, but sad, but like fighter songs. Sure. Yeah. That may not be. I know exactly. What dancing yeah. music, but. So I don't really have, I mean, I'm still rock and roll, and but I like to listen to pop too. And mm-hmm. I'm willing to listen to new things. Yeah. And anybody out there who wants to send me anything, I will try it. Perfect. Okay. Finally, here on the, on the closing questions, what are you currently watching? This, oh, so many things. So like <laughs> shows you're in the middle of or like movies you're into right now? I uh, just started today, the Shannara. I don't even know Chronicles. if I'm saying it Chronicles. Oh, okay. First episode. Mm-hmm. It was pretty interesting. Yep. And it's a fairy tale kind of elves like and gnomes. It's like futuristic. Fantasy. Yeah. It's in the future. It takes like, place in America in the future. Sweet. Right yeah. Like, like after everything's been deserted and yeah. mm. like some great big war or something yeah. happened. And, sure. And I've been watching The Umbrella Academy. Yep. I watched both seasons and I like that show. Excellent. Started Grey's Anatomy again. Start Grey's Anatomy again. It's a yeah. nice, it's a nice fill-in. Back from season one, and they're one. always good. Oof. It doesn't even matter. I go back and I want a couple of them. You know, like I think the third one, I was like, eh. 
just kind of like an eye roller a yeah. little bit, but but most of them, it's still you can watch it at any time. And the long story arcs are always fun to invest yeah. in. The ones that last like three seasons. Yeah, and you know, I'm uh, when I'm at work all night doing scanning, I put on like a show mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. to keep me from being distracted by my phone. Sure. So if I'm yeah. like watching a show, I don't touch my phone as much. Huh. Yeah. So I usually run play something that I've seen so that I'm not actually invested. Watching it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I can just go, oh yeah, oh yeah. I know this. Like I watched the entire ep- um season, all the seasons of Madam Secretary. Nice. I loved it. Nice. And I'd only seen bits and pieces, and I was like, man, this is good. I love. It was funny. Right. It was. It was just good. It was all around good. Gosh. That's so good. Mm-hmm. What a conversation we've had tonight. Thank you so much for doing this with us. We uh, we just finished mm-hmm. moving house. We moved in with you and grandma for a little mm-hmm. while while we save a, uh, a house down payment. So we figured it would it was perfect time to get some family on the show now. Well, mom, to close us out then, would you read our favorite quote for the podcast? The only normal people you know are the ones you don't know very well. 